Good morning, KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. The advice is to take in this nice weather while you've got it, because by tonight we're going to be dealing with rain and snow all over again. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? Amanda, we're going to see a few clouds in the sky before scattered showers are expected to start up for the potentially during the evening commute. But KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says after that, between about 9 and 11 o'clock tonight, that's when things are really going to change. By tonight, around 9, 11 o'clock, between 9 and 11, that's when we could see a cold front. That would bring a quick punch of rain switching to snow, then snow showers to follow. Matt says, thankfully, that storm is going to be mostly on its way into central Utah out of the Wasatch Front for the morning commute, though he does say canyon and mountain snow is still possible. He is predicting up to two inches of snow on the valley floors, eight to 16 inches in the mountains, and temperatures are going to take an absolute nosedive. So highs tomorrow are only expected to be in the upper 30s. Live in Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. The Utah Avalanche Center opened a new training course just off of I-80 near uh, Park City to help people learn how to use avalanche rescue beacons when they head into the backcountry. Chad Brackelsberg uh, says that knowing how to respond quickly when someone gets caught in a slide can save lives. Everything from your signal search with your beacon to probing you hit it? to shoveling, it all requires practice. If you have an avalanche accident in your party, you only have about 15 minutes to perform a full rescue. The new training center is in Pinebrook Park. A bill requiring more emergency shelter beds to open when temperatures drop to 18 degrees or lower looks ready to pass the Utah legislature. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston joins us live. Peter? Amanda, right now I'm outside St. Vincent de Paul. This is one of the locations in Salt Lake County that homeless people can get warm when temperatures fall to a frigid 15 degrees. That's the temperature at which Utah's counties declare code blue, and State Representative Steve Ellison wants to boost that. I'll call it a modest modification in the code blue alert from 15 degrees to 18 degrees. That's still just above half of the Fahrenheit freezing temperature. The bill would also address other homelessness issues, including helping the state hospital to contract outside groups who could help reintegrate patients into society. And Representative Ulinson says if a city or county refuses to meet the care expectations set by the state, they could lose some Utah law enforcement funding. Reporting live from St. Vincent de Paul in Salt Lake City, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. A survey shows a lot of unhappiness among tech workers. KSL News Radio's Tammy Kikuchi reports. It's the fourth year Bamboo HR has conducted the survey, and it found the on the job happiness in technology has been sliding every year. CEO Brad Rencher says that companies were growing too fast, causing turbulent times due to increasing layoffs, but he's optimistic things will start to turn around as the belt tightening eases. He suggests employees need to be given a common purpose that matters. On the flip side, travel and construction employees express the most happiness. More companies are getting rid of their work-at-home options, and not all employees are happy about it. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has more. A leadership study from BetterUp says workers who are mandated to come into the office are spending $561 each year. According to the survey, 75% of workers said they earned a salary of more than 50000 But these would rather take a pay cut to stay at home. Workers forced to come back to the office are two and a half times more likely to say they resent their returns and their employers over those who came back willingly. KSL's top national stories this hour. The South Carolina primary gave former President Donald Trump a big victory over Nikki Haley. 
ABC political director Rick Klein says it will remain an uphill battle for Haley heading into Super Tuesday. There's no way that Donald Trump won't be winning big over the next week or so. Uh, and Nikki Haley has no realistic way of catching up. She is not going to overtake him in the delegate count. She is not going to be the Republican nominee unless something huge happens to either Donald Trump or his campaign. Haley also just lost support from one of her biggest billionaire donors, but she says she will stay in the race for now to give voters an alternative to former President Trump and President Joe Biden. First look traffic now, and here's Andy Farnsworth. And we still got slow spots in lots of areas. South 15, some backups from 31st Street in Ogden to Riverdale. We've got northbound 15 uh, slowdowns still in place between Murray and South Salt Lake. And some delays on the ramps from I-215 to 21st South and on the ramp from uh, I-80 to go to 215 over by uh, Redwood Road. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The amount of people in prison is on the rise, especially here in Utah. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson has more. A Department of Justice report shows that prison populations went up more than 2% in the U.S. in 2022. That's 1.2 million people behind bars. Here in Utah, the Department of Corrections estimates it went up even more than that in 2023, about 6.4%. Part of the reason is because of a growing population. Another reason could be post-pandemic related, though officials are still trying to pinpoint why. Utah currently has about 6,400 inmates, inching closer to its maximum capacity of 7,000.